Hello, hello. It is the Richie Rich and Westifer podcast. I'm Westifer. And I'm Richie Rich. Today is Thursday, February 18th. Damn. Do you know what that is? Today is National Wine Drinking Day. Yes. Yes. So cheers Cheers to to that. You did not know we go through a bottle of wine per podcast. It's kind of our thing. Uh, And in honor of National Wine Drinking Day, or it's actually National Drink Wine Day. Um, uh, In honor of that, I bought two bottles this week. (laughs) (laughs) i love it uh so we definitely have a few things to chat about this week certainly including our sex question of the week which is your favorite sexual position now interestingly now obviously last week we got a lot of uh replies but we also tweeted out like half naked pictures of ourselves true um this week i didn't really get any replies to anyone's particular favorite sexual position, so you guys are totally falling down on the job. You need to be <laughs> tweeting us, and Facebooking us, and Instagramming us, and basically like social media stalking Any us. Any kind of social media. Yeah, so that we we'll can tell it. people how you are in bed, basically. And if you, But if you do, uh, if you do tweet us, we will mention you, we'll mention you yes. by name, we'll mention your Twitter handle. You do worse on... Gay apps. Come yeah, on, exactly. And you trust us, literally dozens of people listen to these podcasts. So you will immediately <laughs> be launched into a superstar exactly. stratosphere on social media. Um, so we have a few things to talk about this week. We'll get back to that question. So think about your favorite sex position and hold that thought because, as some of you may know, uh, there has been kind of a growing controversy with Beyonce ever since the Super Bowl, which we talked about uh, two episodes ago. Yes. And we thought it was really funny that SNL did a skit. Getting word now that Beyonce isn't the only black celebrity. Some are saying Kerry Washington may also be black. <laughs> <laughs> She's on ABC. <laughs> He's like, no, it can't be. She's on ABC. Um, I love this skit, and I really like how they, um, were able to approach the topic by making fun of it. Yeah. Because that always, like, as soon as you make fun of something, I feel like that deflates the balloon a little bit, and kind of makes people realize, like, how silly the whole situation is. Um, so we posted this on our Facebook page. Yes, we now have a Facebook page, and we are requiring you to press the like button. Numerous times on yeah. all of your accounts. <laughs> well, hopefully, yeah, on all your accounts, and then when you're over at your friend's house and their Facebook page is up, go. Just sneak on there and hit like, yeah. it's fine. Search Richie Rich and Westifer. We're thirsty, we don't care. We don't care. And you'll be able to see funny videos like that that we post, kind of about topics that we're uh, talking about. I don't want to talk too much about Beyonce, but I did love that video where they were like... That was awesome. Just um, <laughs> realizing that different, you know, entertainers were black or whatever. Because I actually do think that is kind of a... The, my other favorite moment in the video is where there's a... I forget the comedian's name, but she's she's black. And she's like, um, I'm black. And her friend's like, no, you're not. You're, you're my girl. <laughs> and I do feel like, you know, as white people, we do kind of gloss over that like it's kind of like oh well if someone's your friend or if you get along with someone they're, it's all like they're an exception to the it, that's sport. exactly it's what bizarre. it is i mean if no one knows i'm black and <laughs> <laughs> do you get that do you get people who are a like a lot really a whole lot since 
ever since God, that was forever ago. I grew up in, if you haven't been tuning into us for that long, I grew up in a very, very small white town. And I got a lot of, oh, you don't act black, you don't sound black, you don't do this black. Oh, this shouldn't offend you because you're my friend and mm -hmm. you're not really black. I was like, no, I'm black. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very black. And my, my, my parents are both very black. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're black. It's like, I'm black. I'm, I'm articulate, but I'm yeah. black. I'm like, I'm still black. It's me. Right. It doesn't uh, somehow, just because you have white friends, make you not black. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So, I yeah, that made me giggle more than a little bit. But. <laughs> so, go to our Facebook page. Check that out. Something else that we posted on Facebook this week was the first ever... Uh, plus size model on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Now, it should be really clear in that Sports Illustrated has three different covers this year. One with the stereotypical kind of fashion model <laughs> yes. who's like a twig. Um, then you have the quote-unquote plus size model who we're looking at now on our Facebook page. Uh, and then I think they have someone else who's like a, a wrestler or something like that. So she oh, kind of has a more no muscular... Okay. Uh, muscular body. So there's different bodies, different... I yeah. Guess. But when you're looking at... And again, this is very visual, so you got to go to our Facebook page. But yes. if you've seen this cover of the um, Ashley Graham, I believe is her name. She's a plus-size model. I'm looking at her, and yeah, I mean, she's obviously not a twig, but when you look at her, do you think plus-size? No, I mean, she looks thicker. Mm-hmm. Although maybe we're she's just supposed used to be a size that. fourteen, by the way, which is much. Okay, I don't know what the hell that means because I'm a boy. <laughs> I okay. don't know women's sizes. Like, all right. Well, for the ladies who are listening, she is a size fourteen. Okay. Which I can most tell models, she's definitely thicker. Yeah, most models like a size two. Okay, like a size zero. There you go. That puts that into perspective. Yes, and I feel like with with this model in particular, this is what I tell my clients all the time. Again, if you're just tuning in, you have no idea who we are or why we're talking about any of this stuff. I'm a celebrity trainer. Um, you're kind of a mixologist, I yes. guess we should say, at a very popular Hollywood hotspot. So we have a lot of interaction with people, and I feel like I have a good uh, sense of uh, you know social issues and what various yes, people definitely. Um, are, are thinking. And we have kind of big social media following, yeah. so um, we're, we're tuned in with the kids. <laughs> um, but I feel like, uh, this is what I tell my clients all the time, it's not about your size, it's about your shape. Absolutely. And when I'm looking at this model, you know, she has, and again, she's in a, you know, a good position, but um, she's definitely someone who has a great shape. You know, her hips are, uh, she has that hourglass figure, Absolutely. I guess is what you would say, rather than, you know, just uh, where some people, I guess, you know, if they're quote unquote plus size, maybe it's a little more in the stomach mm -hmm. or a little more in the thighs yeah. or whatever. So it really is about shape. I, I think she looks great. Um, but uh, some people were saying, oh, uh, she's not big enough. So there were a lot of complaints about... Really? So even though Sports Illustrated Come tried... On now. They tried. Uh, people were like, oh, she's not big enough. Or, oh, she's not this. And I uh, could not stop myself. I had to make a comment on Facebook. What did I say? I said, oh, so I had to obviously joke because I'm an asshole. I was like, yay! <laughs> now women of all sizes can be objectified and exploited in men's magazines. This is a great day for women. Just kidding. 
I think she looks great, and I like seeing the diversity on the cover. Someone responded to me by saying... Oh, man, where'd that go? She said... I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, she responded to me, because if you... Again, if you're on Facebook or if you see my Twitter, uh, I am quite often shirtless. And I am shirtless in my profile pic. And this bitch responded to me saying, how can you possibly... <laughs> this bitch. This I'm... bitch. I'm not even going to mention her by name. She said, how can you possibly comment when you're half naked in your profile picture? Talk about double standards. You can't have it both ways. Now, oh, first of all, I'd like to say that I... I'm actually wearing a jacket in my profile picture. Now, mind you, it's an open jacket, and I'm shirtless. He but has, I'm not. He has some article. Of I'm not half naked, first of all. But I was like, okay. Uh, apparently, you didn't see that I said it was a joke. I'm just making light of the issue, and I actually said she looks great on the cover. However, I don't feel this is like a watershed moment in history. You know what I mean? Just because there's a plus size woman on the cover of Sports Illustrated doesn't suddenly mean everyone accepts all body types. Exactly. But I also went in a little bit and said the state of my profile picture doesn't create a double standard or invalidate my opinion. Now, if I'd said she shouldn't be in a bikini, like, ooh, she's too fat to be in a bikini, or if I'd maybe commented negatively on her appearance, then, yeah, come for me, because I'm clearly, you know, showing some skin in my profile. But... Someone owning up to their, their sexuality, someone being proud of their body, doesn't invalidate the fact that they have an opinion. This girl is on a bikini on the cover of Sports Illustrated, and I'm not looking at her going, oh, she's a dumb slut. She has nothing to, exactly. you know, to contribute to the world intellectually. So what I told uh, this bitch on Facebook was, <laughs> basically, you're just judging me in the same way that guys who judge girls based on what they wear. Um, I don't claim to be making any grand social statement. So I feel like that's something that we commonly do, actually, is yeah. because, oh, like someone's dressed provocatively, or especially women. I mean, apparently yes. I was the victim of this this week, yes. but <laughs> typically it's women where um, if they're wearing a short skirt or if they're showing cleavage, people are like, oh, well, she's a bimbo, or oh, she's stupid. Yep, or, exactly. Do you see that a lot in, uh, in the bar? Absolutely. I actually have a funny story about that. I had a... Former employee, and I can't remember her name because it's very short-lived, but... <laughs> <laughs> she was not there for a Well, long. no, this is why she was short-lived. She actually had traveled the world, was a lawyer, had a law degree. Mm-hmm. Wanted to bartend just for the hell of it. She was literally legally blonde in real-life form. She was I cute, blonde, fake tits, looked like Pamela Anderson. Thought You would, would have thought she was a bimbo. Mm-hmm. Smart as a whip. Sweet as pie. I love that. And you never would have guessed it. Yeah. Because of how she looked. And I'm not going to lie, I was guilty because, I mean, in my industry, you get a lot of those girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come here and make a shitload of money because yeah. this is how I look and I'm going to be blonde and cute with my fake tits and bounce them around and get guys to give me money. Whatever it happens. Sure. Um, she was the complete opposite. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I was like, wow, you're... Like, uh, kind of amazing because you don't see that a lot. Yeah. And or maybe you just don't assume that a lot, I suppose, but sure. I had a real life encounter with them. Like you have an actual law degree and you traveled the world and you've been to Dubai and Abu Dhabi and mm-hmm. she's been on Safari in Africa and all kinds of other shit. I feel like a lot of people play that up. If they're if you're cute especially like you know, we live in Los Angeles, so yes. if you're cute 
And, you know, obviously, like, attractive people, as you and I both know as attractive people, if you're attractive, <laughs> you get more stuff. So I feel like some people do play that up. Where's my stuff, damn it? I'm just yeah, I, I, oh God, I should. We need more stuff. We need what, more stuff. What the fuck is this? Um, we're really cute, and <laughs> if you uh, write to us or tweet us, we'll give you our, our sizes, you can send us clothes. Yes. Um, but I do feel like people play that up, the, the dumb blonde, or the, oh, True. Oh, you know, um, which is, a, it's unfortunate, because I feel like a sexy, smart woman is way more attractive yes. than a dumb, sexy woman. But apparently that that turns men off sometimes because men are intimidated by someone who's more possibly intelligent or successful than them in mm-hmm. the straight world. Which sure. I guess that actually happens in our world as well sometimes, but... I suppose so. I mean, I definitely see guys who... There are... I mean, I won't say I play up you know, my dumbness because <laughs> I'm, I'm really not that smart. But yes, I will, there are times where I think I play maybe into it a little bit just because it's just easier... Okay. Rather than, you know, because I'm a trainer and this and that. and um, So sometimes it's just a little easier just to, like, sh- take a comment and let it wash mm-hmm. over you rather than being like, oh, well, actually, blah, blah, blah. You know, so I do feel like it, it's easy to do that, and a lot of us probably do. True. But I can see that. What do you guys think? Yeah, are you guys... Um, in a position where you can play up your looks, do you think your looks have benefited you? Or are you on the opposite side of the spectrum where you feel like your looks are maybe detrimental to you? Um, in which case, we still love you, even though you're ugly. You're still... <laughs> you're probably not ugly, actually. No, you're not. <laughs> but we still love you, even if you are. And we yes. thank you for listening either way. But you please let us know. We would, forms. we would really love to hear your opinions on the matter, especially uh, if you feel like um, it's helped or hurt you in some way. Because it could be the opposite, too. You know, Someone could be going for a job where they're like, this person is too attractive to be smart. There's no, we shouldn't get that. Absolutely. Job. So I feel like it could work either way. So so let us know. Uh, you can tweet us at Richie Rich nine oh nine on Twitter and Westifer. So with that said, then uh, speaking of Twitter, I'm going to segue into Kanye's latest oh, Twitter him. meltdown. Uh, apparently, well, he claims anyway, as he tweeted like a billion tweets this week about how he was $53 million in debt and was reaching out to Silicon Valley to give him a billion dollars to support his ideas and just went on this whole uh, <laughs> shitstorm of, I don't even know what, what do you make of this? I just wish that we were on video already so everyone could see the amount of eye rolling I just did in the last 10 seconds. Yeah, there's a lot I, going on. I'm so over rich people asking for fucking money for shit. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. Are you getting more wine? Cause I am getting more I wine. I need more wine for yeah, this topic. I'm getting more wine. I'm over it, I'm over it, I'm over it. I, and I got flagged for this a few months ago for saying the exact same thing about Spike Lee, saying he, he needed funding for projects and blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry. I understand needing backing for some things, but when you are a multi-millionaire, you do not need funding for a damn thing. If you do... Well, something's wrong with you. Backpedal you know, your lifestyle if you want to fund your own projects or, or have that much passion. Yes. Because I've met a ton of people 
who have a ton of money who have passions and they make sure not to go out and buy Bentleys and not to go out mm. and do this and you can't even find them at an event half the time. Well, and there's and, nothing wrong with enjoying your money either. Yeah, I mean, enjoy at, it. At the level, like you're the, poor, the level that they're at, you would think that you would have exactly. people who are in your, our circle already who have affluence and influence. Yes. So you wouldn't need to, you know, ask on Twitter. I mean, how could, first of all, how could Kanye not get access to these people on his own? Why does he need to go on Twitter? He had access to release that horrible clothing line of his that looks yeah. like. Damn near half the hobos in downtown LA. But they're on their third season and those clothes do pretty well. And clearly someone's buying these $2,500 ripped up t-shirts that look like shit. Yeah. Yes, I said it. So I I wouldn't particularly... If I think if someone gave it to me, I don't think I would wear it. No, not at all. Absolutely not. So how are you that much in debt? Give me a damn break. Yeah, maybe I would rock some Yeezys, but again, only if they were free. I mean, and again, Um, I'm not naive to the industry, and I get that there are artists who are being sold a dream and signing a contract just to get somewhere, and they actually do end up in debt and having no money, but you're not a fucking West. Yeah. You are in how many albums now, how many albums sold, and you apparently, allegedly, write them as a whole different story that I'm not going to get into. But... You have so much wealth and money and your family now that you're a Kardashian, even though apparently your finances are separate, which I think is Oh, that was the funniest shit, and I know we we pledge never to speak of the Kardashians, but the funniest shit was like, seconds later, someone released a statement to people that they keep their finances separate. separate. So she was like, oh, I'm not broke. Oh, right? I'm not <laughs> exactly. Instead of being like... Don't tarnish the brand. Yeah. Instead of being like, oh, I fully support my husband or, you know, whatever. Like, she none of that. She not to be fully supporting her husband at all. No! First of all, the whole Amber Rose selfie, calling her out by herself, apparently, yeah. to make amends. Yeah. And Kanye Yay. allegedly didn't know. Well, and, I don't know about well, that. Well, I don't, I don't know, I mean, but oh, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's Kanye, but they are a clan of women. Mm-hmm. So are they? Has he appeared on the show? I don't watch the show. So I, I don't, don't watch know. the show, but I know he has been on, but has. very, very minimally, from what yeah. I understand. If I'm incorrect, please correct me. Um, I'm not always right, as much as I am. It's straight just my weird because I feel like he. In the beginning, you know, of that whole relationship, it seemed like he was kind of the at the upper, upper echelon or whatever, yeah. and now it almost seems like the tables are... I think he's having some type of a meltdown. I think he's having a breakdown. I which, feel like this happens every year at award season, though. Uh, I, every award season, Kanye fucking loses it, and he... He's just... I. He's a grown baby, <laughs> is what it is. He's an adult toddler. Mm-hmm. He throws his fits. He has his moments of being calm. He's actually a very good artist. I believe, I don't listen to any of his albums, but I mean, as far as like what people that are really good fans of his mm-hmm. say, they have very good things to say about that. Yeah, he's got but a they huge all fan say base. He needs to learn to shut cool. the fuck up. Yeah. That's what everyone can agree on. He needs to learn to shut the fuck up. He could be amazing if he would just shut the fuck up, let his rap image be what it is. Yeah. And have that be that. But he views himself as Picasso and all these other things, and I'm not. Just throwing that out there, he's actually said this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, just, sit down. Just sit down. Yeah. Go get some help. I mean, if you are mentally ill and you're 
still mourning your mother's I still, passing, I, then I that's fine. I used to wonder but... if this was like part of that image, you know, by creating controversy yeah. and doing whatever. But I don't know. Like, I, it's, it's hard to say. Like, who knows whether any of this is real yeah. or not real. Because living in LA, like, half you the shit you so see on the news, half the celebrity stuff that you hear is completely fake and totally. And blown out of proportion. And yeah. And they're the ones calling. They're the ones calling the press. They're Absolutely. the ones calling the paparazzi. <laughs> they're like, oh no, don't take my picture. They're the ones that fucking told them where they were. So, exactly. Um, a lot of it's fake, and I thought it was part of his image for a while, but it gets, it always gets so much negative blowback. Yeah, at this point I'm thinking, and I think that Kim Kardashian is so self-absorbed to where she wouldn't want anything negative going back on her, so I think he's actually having an issue. It's interesting, because I thought they were a perfect couple, because no one could love either of them as much as (laughs) they they love themselves, but it seems now like there's a weird, I don't yeah, there's some weird Something's going there, on. but Something's enough going of on. the K-word. I'm not <laughs> giving him any fucking money. And Absolutely I don't think not. And neither you, Spike Lee, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. Sorry, old man, you're not getting any of my damn money. No. And I like Spike Lee. And I, I do too, but movies. my parents gave you money when they took me to see your movies when I was younger. And if, no. <laughs> if you've been in the industry this long and it's truly that difficult for you to get a project off the ground, that I think says more about you you and what it is to work with you than it would anything else because there are plenty of artists who can write produce direct do all the stuff and get movies made you know quentin tarantino being one of them and a lot of people don't like quentin tarantino's films no but quentin is someone who loves movies loves making movies and from what I understand, it, you know, I'm sure he has a difficult moment, but from what I understand, is always very excited about the process. Yeah, People and he'll work with him. He'll put love anyone in his him. movies too. He's well, not only looking for A-listers. He's not no. like and you don't his get all over the you landscape. don't get that caliber of people to come back to you again and again and again. Samuel Jackson would not absolutely not. have it if they didn't get along. If he wasn't fun to work yeah. with, there's no fucking way that he would continue to work with him. Exactly. So something tells me it's a little bit more to do with personality than anything else. I absolutely else. agree. So. I'm like, you're not TLC that actually went bankrupt and had no money and then lost the member and shit. I just want to <laughs> see where we're at on time here before we move on. Okay, good. We're actually doing well. We're getting pretty good at this. We are. We're like getting really good at We're getting really good at this, you guys. Um, we've actually been listening to some more podcasts. Some of them I really enjoy. Like, I love Serial, and there's a podcast called Four Finger Discount, which is a Simpsons podcast. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's From right. Australia. It's the only Australian Simpsons podcast. And, uh, and I love it. Some of the other podcasts I've listened to, by the way, are terrible. So, we're, like, <laughs> we're... We're actually pretty good, I think. I think we're kind of good, actually. Uh, and we're getting better every week. Yes. And I think have a better format and better idea of what we're doing. But what we really need is a little more interaction with our listeners. So we'd really love for you guys to sound off. Tell us what you think. Are you a Kanye fan? Are you a fan of his music and not a fan of him personally? Do you think he's having a breakdown? What is your take on yes. the whole situation. And we have some big things coming up. We have videos coming up. We have yeah. an actual shoot coming up to actually showcase what we both look like. Yes. So you can kind of have a visual exactly. along with the vocals. 
So stay tuned for all that. Lots more coming up. It's all a process. We're learning as much as you guys are getting to know us. We're getting to know this whole podcast situation. Yeah, so, and we'd like and to... And we're enjoying it. We yeah. are enjoying it a lot. And we'd like to get to know you too. We want to know who's listening and we want to know your thoughts. And I want to know your thoughts. Um, kind of going back to the Grammys... Uh, Richie Rich, did you see Kendrick Lamar's performance on the Grammys? I saw clips, yes. Mm -hmm. Now, he related um, basically the current, uh, like, overwhelming number of, of, especially black men in prison, to kind of modern-day slavery. What do you make of that? Um, I can actually kind of see it. I will say this, and I'm probably one of the few black men in America... From what I've heard, that can say this. I've never actually been harassed by the cops before. Hmm. They've, if I've had any kind of running, which has been very, very minimal, they've always really just been by my side. Um, again, that's not the norm. I'm not saying that it is. I'm not saying that these things aren't going on. That's just my sure. personal story. Well, let me ask you then. When you have those interaction with the police, mm-hmm. what is your demeanor? How do you speak to them? I just speak as I speak, mm-hmm. which apparently I sound like I'm white. Right, but quote, I mean, are unquote, you, you, are you like, fingers. why are you pulling me over? What no, not at all. Or... I, I literally sit there. I mean, I also dated the cop for three years, so maybe that helps, but I, I just, I've never had an issue, and my family So you're either. polite. Just, I'm polite. I, you pull me over, you give me your license or whatever. I actually had one incident, and I'm going to be very, very candid right now. Where I didn't know my license was suspended. Oops. Yeah, it happens. It, you know, it <laughs> happened. And oddly enough, I didn't have my actual license on me. I had an expired license on me. She asked me for a license. I said, you know, here it is. I'm letting you know right now it's expired. Yeah. My actual license is at home. What not? Well, my license was suspended for a ticket that had been paid but it didn't go through the system yet. Blah, 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 blah. Shit happened in California. We all know how it is. But, um... And he was like, you know what? You are the first person to actually be honest with me. And not just give me something and expect me to overlook something. He's like, out of the umpteen years he's been doing this, I was the first person to say, you know, I don't have my current license on me, but I have an expired one. Just I always have, I have yeah. a weird thing with hoarding documentation <laughs> of myself for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. But I figured it's my face, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, thank it, you for that. Yeah. He actually let me off, which he shouldn't have done. And I was fine. He technically should have arrested me. And yeah. given me a misdemeanor. That That is California state law, which sounds harsh, but that is... But it's also at the discretion happen. of the officer. Yeah. I have a similar story like that, where I was pulled over one time going over to a friend's house, because I was kind of, like, lost. And he <laughs> pulled me over, and he and the officer, first thing he got up to the window... Well, first of all, I always put the window down, and I always put my hands on the... the Like, out the window. Yeah. Just so they can see my That's hands. That's smart. Yeah. Number one, so I'm not moving around, I'm not ducking into the glove box, because that's got to be scary Yeah. Um, for any cop to walk up to a car and you see someone leaning down in their Looking seat. Around, yeah. yeah, maybe they're reaching for the registration, right, but, but who knows? So I just always put my hands out of the window. Not that I get pulled over all the time, but tip for you is roll the window down, put your hands out the window, wait for the officer to get there, and then they'll tell you why they pulled you over. He actually said, do you know why I pulled you over? And I said, was it because I crossed two lanes of traffic cutting off a car without my turn signal while talking <laughs> on my cell phone? 
And he said... You can't hate you for being honest, I he guess. He said, but. actually, I thought you were drunk. But when you tell me <laughs> that you were on your phone, distracted by talking on your phone, and explain that you know that you accidentally cut someone off without signaling, I can tell you're not drunk. And he basically let me off with... A warning. Yeah. But I think a lot of that is the demeanor in which if he'd pulled me Absolutely, over and I'd been yeah. like, what the fuck, pig? Yeah. You know, that would have immediately created an aggressive yes. situation. I totally agree with that. Um, yeah. I will say that's also where we live. We know we do not live everywhere else in America. Right, right. Where things are a lot different. So we're not saying that. But um, we can only speak from our own personal situations. And I feel like that's the first you know, kind of, that's that's where you need to start. That's, the, that's at the very first moment of your interaction is you, as a citizen, need to recognize that, okay, maybe you feel like this is bullshit, yeah, maybe but, whatever, but if your tone is polite yes. and respectful, if, hopefully... Even if they are dicks, just yeah. do it if to they are, them. You know what? If they are dicks, you know, you can use your cell phone camera... You can use, you know, whatever you need to record it. You can tell them you're recording the whole yeah. uh, interaction. I mean, there is a video. Um, have you seen this video? But of uh, there was someone who actually, I don't know if he was a law student. I don't know the whole logistics of the whole thing, but he had his camera set up. He got mm-hmm. pulled over. The cop was completely in the wrong, and he refused every single thing that he was allowed to refuse because he knew the law that well. Yeah. That he couldn't do anything. He yeah. drug him out of the car. He called back up, and he was making a scene, but not in a bad way. He wasn't very wasn't aggressive handy or, or anything like that, yeah. but he was just like, no, sir, I'm not, I'm not answering that. I'm not showing you this. I'm not doing this. You cannot search my car. You cannot do any of this. Um, because he knew the law mm-hmm. that well. Um, so, yeah, so he actually posted this. It's on, it's on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. I'm um, just look, man, hidden camera, cop. And you'll see it. It was actually very interesting. But he knew the law so well that he actually was fine. They had to let him go. And you heard the cops kind of commiserating in the car yeah, like, oh, about shit. the whole situation. Like, like yeah, he really knows his shit. Blah, 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 blah. Like, check here, check there. Because yeah. they were trying to get him on something because he was upsetting them. But I'm not saying anyone else do that unless you actually you yeah, know the law. To the extent of this man, but you know, don't just watch Law and Order. Exactly, and think you, and think know, you know everything. But, but no, that was actually very yeah. interesting to see that he did challenge them in a way that he knew what he was doing mm-hmm. because he knew that they were being dicks and asking questions that trap a lot of people that they shouldn't be because there are yeah. a lot of things that people do that you can't ask them to do. But cops rely on our night and I have too. Yes. Well, and that kind of takes, to take us back to the topic of, you know, the whole prison situation is, you know, according to statistics, and now of course statistics can be, you know, slide one way or the other in your favor, um, however you are putting them together. But statistically, from what I've seen, pretty realistically, if you have, let's say, a white person being pulled over versus a black person being pulled over, the white person is far more likely to be let off with a warning as to where the black person is far more likely not only to receive like a ticket but to be arrested not only they're more statistically likely to be arrested but when they go to court they have more of a, a chance
chance of being sent to jail for a longer jail term yes. than a white person would. So a white person might walk into court and they'd be mm. like, oh, well, you know, you spent the weekend in jail because he got whatever, so we're going to let you go. As to where the, the black person, they're like, well, you spent three days in jail. That's a good start. Yeah. So statistically speaking, you know, I, I've heard that it, there's a great deal of kind of in there and that's what I think Kendrick Lamar was yeah. trying to yes to bring up um, which is it's, it's interesting time I feel for artistry where you know I think it is the responsibility of an artist to bring up social situations absolutely in their music absolutely I totally believe in that um I mean how Janet Jackson has been doing it for for years mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean from the black thing to the gay thing to everything. She's always brought light to that um, Madonna as well, who I'm not a huge fan of, but you know I will. She's used religion a lot. Yeah. To, yeah. To kind I of. Think both of those people have been very mm-hmm. big in the question pop pioneers and making people and... thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't agree with it, it's fine, but they're still making you think. And Ashley, you made me think right now. Of I actually have been treated unfairly. Oh once. no. Yeah. Real quick. I know we're kind of going over time. Well, longer than normal. Um. Yeah, my first offense, actually, I got the book thrown at me, what? and I had to do, I know this is like, how do you, that I'm 32 now, so, it's been many, many years. Um, so you forgot. Yeah, I literally got pulled over for my tags being expired. Oh my and gosh. I went to court, and I was freaked out, because I'd never been in that situation before. Yeah. And I had a bailiff give me paperwork, and I just checked off things, I didn't know what the hell they meant. And I basically signed my rights away. Well, the judge oh. has that discretion to be like, you know what? It's your first offense. You've never done anything before in your life. Yeah. You're 19 years old. You're fine. Instead, he says, you need to be careful what you sign off for. <laughs> because oh. you just signed your, you sign your rights away. Shit. So I'm sentencing you 10 days in jail. Oh my god. Which I was like, wait, what? Which jail here, I don't know if anyone else in the world it is doesn't really mean jail for a minor offense. It is just community service, basically. Mm. Or house arrest, which I was working, so I couldn't do that. But yeah. I, and that got sentenced down to like five days of community service. But either way, I was here with a bunch of guys picking up trash from a dump. Yeah. Literally, at the dump. We are picking up trash at the dump. Okay, were there, any, were there any white guys in that group? There were actually a lot of white guys. There but were. But they okay. were also like, oh, I only have 275 days left. Oh. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a quick in and out thing. Wow. Yeah. It was, okay. they were, I was the only one just strutting up there with my gay ass. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what, what, why am I picking up trash right now? Wow. In a suit. Yeah. At the dump. Yeah. So that, I will say, I'm sorry, to retract my last yeah. statement, I haven't done that. But do you feel as though that had anything to do with your race or with your naivete? Um, I think a little bit of both. However, mm-hmm. I did notice that there were other people with far worse charges than me who were not black, because again, I grew up in a very, very mm-hmm. small white town, um, that were getting off a lot less than that. So mm-hmm. I think that with my age and me having no record whatsoever, it being such a minor offense, yeah, he easily could have been could like, have been what like, are you doing? Uh, I could yeah. do this to you right now, but I'm not. Pay this fine and you can leave. Yeah, you know, it's hard to tell with those things. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can't always tell. I remember one, like once looking for apartments and someone, I'll never forget this. She said, you may be uncomfortable here because the other residents 
are not so open-minded. Just meaning, basically, you're gay. We could tell from the moment you walked yes. in through the front door. I mean, hello, listen to the sound of my voice. Um, <laughs> and basically, about? you're not. You don't fit in here. And I remember that because you're not supposed to say that shit. Yeah. But at the same time, in a way, I was kind of glad that she did because I certainly didn't need any problems. But it was so upsetting um, that, like I said, I, I never forgot that, where I was like, oh, this, I am absolutely being discriminated against yes. because I'm gay. And I remember another, in that same apartment search, someone else said, we're really looking for families. And I said, well, I'm moving with my boyfriend. We are a family. Yeah. But that wasn't the ideal. Openly and discriminated against. But and I didn't do anything about it. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a recorded conversation. Exactly. It wasn't in writing. I don't think I could prove it. But it, usually I think it's hard to tell. It is. You're like, am I If someone's actually against? just is, is this guy true. just pissed off? Yeah. But you kind of felt like... Yeah, because there were, I mean, there were people who actually had charges. I mean, like, mm. things going on. And it was like, oh, we'll just continue your case. Or we'll just do this. Or we'll do that. Mm. And it means, like, you have ten days of jail. I'm like, what the fuck? No, I can't go to jail. I have a job to do. I have an apartment. And <laughs> I'm like, Christmas is coming up. And I, no. I'm like, who's going to finance all of my shit? Like, I, think, I can't have ten days off of work. I'm 19 years old. That's unacceptable. Yeah, but... Uh, um, I can't go to jail. So, yes, I have actually been... What I would deem discriminated yeah. against... Based either on my race or on my youth or whatever, um, I do believe if he was trying to teach me a lesson, he's gonna teach you he a lesson. Definitely somehow. taught me a lesson somehow. But yeah. I've definitely learned a lesson. That's for sure. Um, okay, let's wind it back to a little less serious sex. Yeah. So speaking of lessons, <laughs> all the way back around, yeah. like a boomerang. Speaking of lessons, let's have a sex lesson. <laughs> so we asked at the beginning of the episode, "What is your?" Favorite sex position. Ooh. Yes. Now, there are so many. And there are. a lot of them have... I mean, there's a whole Kama Sutra yes. full of sex positions. So, the the gambit is really open. I actually have this book. It's called Office Kama Sutra. And it's kind of a spoof on the Kama Sutra where they're giving you, like, different positions you can do while, like, while at work or with a coworker <laughs> or whatever. Like, the... Um, let's see. Yeah, they have this couple, like, doing it in bubble wrap, uh, which is, like, <laughs> supposed to be, like, a sexual position. They have the people, like, doing it on top of the computer, like, fax machine, like, all bent over in weird positions. So, um, without further ado, Richie Rich, what is your favorite sex position? Ooh. Well, we had this conversation a couple of episodes ago about my whole position situation. Mm-hmm. However, if... Because I'm completely versatile, um, but anal sex isn't my big forte. Mm-hmm. If I am doing anal and I'm in the bottom position, I enjoy writing. Okay. I, it's easier for me. Yeah. <laughs> it is a little and easier I, to sit on it. Yeah, yeah. And I actually enjoy the control of someone laying there and me just kind of being in charge. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're a bossy bottom. I wouldn't... Well, if I'm... <laughs> once it's getting there, yes. Yeah. Um... Uh. If I'm topping, it's actually the exact same way. My really? mind completely flips around. Maybe it's a Gemini in me. I don't know what it is. Oh. But I just enjoy watching someone take control of me. Yeah. Which okay. I've heard is actually very rare. 
Otherwise, I just like something in my mouth and something, someone's mouth on me. Yeah. So there we go. I, you know what's, God, we're way too much alike because, <laughs> not that my, it's my favorite, the same one, but I am also, also both ways. I would say my favorite sexual position is like doggy style. Okay. Just because as a top, you are so in command like, to a point of, I mean, yeah, you can be sweet and, like, lean over and give them a kiss yeah. on the neck or something, but you're really in command. You can, like, pull yes. their hair, you can throw their face down on the pillow, yes. you know, you can grab their shoulders, whatever. Uh, ooh, I'm kind of turning myself on. Um, <laughs> but then at, like, in, in the, in the sub position, then, like you said, having someone kind of take that control and yeah. just dominate you, I also find to be, uh, very much a turn on so that particular position either way i'm good with it see there you go there you go <laughs> so you can tell us your favorite sexual position uh either just comment on this episode tweet us again it's yes yeah, richie rich 909 it's richie rich with a y by the way not an ie <laughs> and westifer which is w-e-s-t-o-p-h-e-r someone was trying to read my name the other day and they're like was like they could not <laughs> like siri they, would they literally could not Calling put it together. yeah westifer um, which someday I'll reveal how I got that nickname. Not tonight, as we are going to con- go ahead and conclude this episode by asking you to, of course, subscribe on iTunes. Yes. And obviously follow us on social media. Any questions that you have for us, please let us know. Any comments that you have about the topics that we talked about tonight, we would love to hear it. And next week, we're going to try something a little different. I'm mix it up a little bit. So stay tuned. It's going to be fun no matter what we do. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. We had a great time drinking wine, yes. talking shit. As Cheers. usual. And thank you all. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>